We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from Wild Turkey Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Let's tune in to their one-on-one with Jamal, a real bartender from Old Fourth Ward in Atlanta. I really get into the backstory of whatever I'm pouring. Out of respect, there are literally years of experience behind these bottles. Wild Turkey, same recipe since 1942. If you want a true classic, this is what you want to order. Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, American, New York, New York. Never compromise, drink responsibly. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. My name is Andrew Laird, Senior Soccer Editor of Rotowire. Joining this Friday, January 15th by Jordan Cooper to talk about Saturday's Premier League slate. Jordan, it feels like it's been a while since we've had a four-game, nine-to-five slate, but uh, we're we, we're back. Only three staggered, only three start times, though. Oh, okay, but we're still working nine to five. That's right. right. That's still right. Got to put in the, to put in the hours. Try to make a living, right? That's an that's an old joke. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, but at least it's four games, yeah. and of course, the most important uh, player on the slate is in the uh, in the the last game. Eddie's questionable. Yeah. <laughs> but other than that, um, at least we get at least two of the lineups are early. It's not like we have like one, two, and then like one, one, and two. Um, I, it doesn't matter. It's a staggered it does, start. It doesn't matter. Right? I mean, it, it really, really. I mean, what are we talking about? Uh, I mean, we're still going to need to know who's, who's starting for Chelsea late, uh, but we'll get the Leeds lineup. And I think that that's important. The Leeds and Brighton lineups yeah. are going to be important, and that's it. That that's one of the first games. Uh, so so I mean it, it's it's a it's a four game slate, so you have options. Yep. Uh, we we got the, the largest favorite on the slate is uh, Chelsea. They're uh, a minus one seventy nine away favorite to Fulham. 
That totals around two and a half. Then we have a Leicester is a minus 121 home favorite against Southampton. That's about a two and a half total. Then West Ham is a minus 117 favorite at home against Burnley. And that's the lowest total on the slate, about two and a quarter. And then Leeds are a plus 120 home favorite to Brighton. And that's the highest total hovering close to three. And that line has actually come down. So some of these lines have actually moved. So Leicester Mm -hmm. has actually moved more positive. So that bodes well for Madison. Yes. Uh, Chelsea is coming down, actually. It opened at 227. It's now down to minus 179. And then Leeds opened at minus 103, and they're at plus 120. I don't know if that says anything. Probably doesn't. Probably not. Doesn't change anything, at least, for me. Right, doesn't really. Sometimes the betting lines give you some aspect of, like, what they're reacting to, like a certain player being in, out, you know, those types of things. Yeah. You'll see the lines move even when the starting 11s come out. You know, when some team rolls out a clown car unexpected, and then the line starts changing. Sure. But uh, but for the most part, the uh, it's kind of weird to have a, a slate uh, these past couple of ones where the highest player, the highest price player on the slate is just ninety one hundred. Yeah, yeah. Last week he would have been seventeen five. <laughs> um, I will say that I I felt the pricing was fairly loose overall. Not just the nine, the fact that ninety one hundred is the most, but I think it's it's pretty loose. Um, I made a lineup that I didn't that I thought was perfectly viable uh, with one player in it who I think could get zero. Um, and I was actually talking about this on our football podcast that like uh, if you uh, last week like getting a zero getting a zero in playoff NFL uh, it like doesn't necessarily kill you. Um, because the player pool is much smaller and um, enough people may have them. I think this is a slate where you might be able to get away with a zero in cash and be okay. As dumb as that sounds. You sure about that? I am. Okay, we'll see. Yeah. It's not, it's I mean, not, it's obviously it's not something... Not going to be a zero, but I think you can get away with a, a player in it that doesn't matter. I'll put it that way. Okay, and it's not goalkeeper because that matters the most. Correct. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Although I should just take a backup keeper and lock in the zero. So you know that you're getting a zero there that, and yeah. then not take the zero elsewhere. Right. I'm more confident uh, in the outfield players not finishing finishing negatively than the goalkeeper, which uh, the downside of goalkeeper is much uglier than the downside of an outfield player. Right. We don't have Cavani on the slate, so you don't have to worry about it. Oh, anyway. Okay, so uh, at the forward position, we do have forwards that we could play cash-wise. Yep. The, the highest-priced forward is, is Jamie Vardy. He, is, he has the highest any-time goal-scoring odds on the slate at minus 117. Mm-hmm. But that's not, it doesn't stand out. It's not a minus 200, a minus right. 250. So playing Vardy in cash is unnecessary. But before going into the rest of the forwards, uh, just to highlight midfield, a Madison at 9,100 is, is like the cat. You just, that's the first guy you plug in. I, I think so. Yes. Okay. So everything that we're talking about when it comes to the optimal construction would include a $9,100 midfielder. Yep. But at forward, I, I don't feel like you have to pay up at forward at all. 
Agreed. Most of the guys that towards the top of of the forward pool are goal dependent. Are have a very very low floors. Vardy, yeah. Antonio, the the Chelsea forwards, even even guys like Werner and Pulisic, I'm not all that enamored about floor wise. Yep. And I don't necessarily think that you have to pay 8200 for Jared Bowen if he starts. I think Bowen is the first one you consider. And you don't need to play him. Right. I, I mean, you could play two forwards cheaper than that, and that allows you to pay up in other positions that it may be more valuable. I think the West Ham set-piece situation is spread out enough. I think I think on actually on this slate, I think West Ham is the most overpriced team. Um... I think it's. I, I disagree. I think you playing do. Burnley, they're they're that leaves them up for like plenty of peripherals. Okay, but then who would you consider the most overpriced team? I don't think anyone is overpriced. drastically overpriced. I think it's okay. A no, pretty... no, I, I didn't think West Ham was drastically overpriced, but in comparison to some of their play, like did, like Cresswell at sixty seven hundred, like do you need? Like, I take a look at their players and go, do I need to pay these prices for? And West Ham is one where I go, I don't think so. I don't think you're... I think it's really just Bowen and Cresswell. Like well, the rest of West... Playing on West Ham. I mean, uh, who else are we talking about? All right, that's that's fine. But I'm just saying you're like, West Ham is overpriced. Like, I think everybody else is fine if, for what they are. I think Cresswell is better than Bowen. I think if... I think... We'll get to defense, but I think Cresswell is worth having. Okay, I would agree with you. But I think Rafinha is the top forward that you should, the most expensive cash forward. And then I think it's whatever happens with the Brighton lineup. Yep, that's, I mean, I'm on the same page as you. Yeah. You play Rafinha and you play either Gross or Trossard. Yeah. Depending on who starts. Yep. And they're cheap enough. Gross is 7,000, Trossard is 6,400, Rafinha is 7,600. The question comes in is what happens if Rafinha doesn't start? Um, I think you play either, I think you start looking at either like McNeil, if he starts, um, I, I think the Fulham guys are the last place you go. Right. Like Cavalero isn't bad, but I'd rather not play a Fulham player against Chelsea. Right. Yeah. I, I think, um. I think it, that if if Rafinha doesn't start, I think that just pushes the possibility of Bowen. But I don't, I still don't. The Brighton guys are still ahead, right? But still, you need two forwards. Mm-hmm. You never know. Rafinha could not start, and then you get a Helder Costa at forty seven hundred. That's forward eligible, or maybe you could you could punt with that. Yeah, I think that's fine. Right. I think we've or learned Rodrigo, that JBG is not something like Rodrigo's at sixty nine hundred. I don't think that's horrible. If he starts for Rafinha. Yep. But yeah, but that's my combinations of basically, it's going to be leads and basically that first lineup. That first lineup, get, yeah. Right, is going to fill both of your forward spots. Yep. In a worst case scenario, if, you, if you're stuck, you play Bowen. Exactly. I mean, the game but has the highest those, total. But you're going to get those lineups also. Yep. Right, because that lineup's at 10 a.m. So, yep. you know, 
There's a possibility Bowen doesn't start. Yeah, I mean, in terms of the later games of of who you're looking for, like Madison is obviously the the most important from that Leicester lineup. Uh, both because if he doesn't play, then you, I still think you still want Leicester set pieces. You're just leaving a lot of money on the table. Right, because like, most likely in an optimal construction, I would I'm going to assume that you're heading into the 3 p.m. late game with only one slot. Right. And if he doesn't start, like, I think for lineup flexibility, I think you're better off having two because, like, the possibility of doing, like, Ward-Prowse and Tielemans is better than Madison and whatever. Whatever else. Right. But you want Madison. <laughs> right. Like, you're not going to play Tielemans. Or you Madison. could do something where you're, pe- you're, you're playing Madison plus uh, McCarthy. And then you, and you switch and then you pay up a goalkeeper. So you get Schmeichel and Tielemans. Tielemans, yeah. Something like that. Yep. I mean, but it's goalkeepers, so that's not all that important. Mm-hmm. But I'm going under the assumption, I'm building my lineups in the beginning as if Madison's playing. Same. Right, I'm, there's, there's no, I'm going to build a lineup and then see what happens later. If anything, maybe you're playing a, a Chelsea defender in a D spot and maybe, but, but even then you're not going to know. No, yeah, that's still early. Yeah. Right. I'm, it gives you some flexibility. But I anything think, else at the, at the forward spot that, that we didn't mention that would be for, for cash optimal types of constructions. I think JBG is dead. Like legitimately dead. Like where no one could find him. No, we know where he is. His dead body's uh, still on the field with three uh, fantasy points. I don't think this is a slate where you pay 3800 for his three three or four points. That's all. No, I don't think it's necessary. Right. But yeah, I think the other question for midfield is, do you at all consider James Ward-Prowse? I think you consider him. But would you rather play Ward-Prowse or would you rather play Mason Mount? Right. That's... The, that's. Or would you rather play if Ziyech starts at 6700 Why isn't he forward eligible? Because it's DraftKings. And Literally where he plays. Anyway. Right, I know. Um, I don't think you play ZH if Mount starts, but I think you can play Mount if ZH starts. No, I agree with that. But still, ZH, even with Mount starting, is not like horrible. No, not at all. At 6,700, he's uh, valuable in open play. Yep. But I think you play those guys before you play Solly March at 7,200. Yeah, Absolutely. Like, the difference in the Brighton situation is that, like, let's say Trossard and, and Gross both don't play. It's it's just a matter of March's only midfield eligible yeah. at 7,200 that constrains him. I, 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 I like March. It's just a matter of Gross and Trossard fill a forward spot that you're going to need to fill. Yep. And I'll take James Ward-Prowse over Solly March. Agreed. Yeah, I think the consideration is Madison, Mount, March, and Ward-Prowse. And March is the worst of those four. Right. And you're probably playing at least two of them. Yeah, paying, playing three of them means you're basically punting at least one spot. Right. I'm still waiting for the zero that you're, you're, you're looking to give me. I'm not giving it. I'm just saying, just go to the bottom. There's your zero. But I'm saying if you want... The, Go to the bo- all the way to the bottom. A-, A Mancini on Burnley. That's all the way at the bottom. Um, 
No, that's not the bottom. That's the bottom for midfield. Oh, no. We're talking about the bottom. Going all the way to the bottom. Yeah, we're spelunking today. Oh, we're really spelunking. We're spelunking at defense, I guess. But yeah, the, for midfield, like, um, if if Rafinha doesn't play, I think you, like, it's such it's the same situation as Brighton. Like, I think you should play Jack Harrison, but filling the, that midfield spot is kind of a, um, kind of a killer because you don't, one, you don't fill the forward spot, and two, there are other midfielders you probably want to play. Right. So that's why I look at more guys like Costa and Rodrigo. Yeah. Whoever whoever on Leeds is forward eligible. I'm much more likely to play if Rafinha's not in. Yep. Because, like, even Click, Click, I mean, these are all midfield-eligible players that, I don't know. Like, are you going to play 5,400 for Lanzini if he's in? No. Is it is it a Ashley Westwood $5,300 slate? Is it is it that? He's viable. He's viable, I know for sure. your head, he's viable. He's not the zero. He's not the zero? No. How have the mighty falling? I playing Bundesliga last year that Kai Havertz is now forty nine hundred. Yeah. I one hundred percent played him in cash at ninety four hundred last year. Right. Not on Chelsea though. So. No. No. Leverkusen. Um I don't think Robbie Brady at forty two hundred is the worst play in the world. No, I don't think so either. I was going to say the same for the guy underneath him if he starts for Brighton is uh, McAllister. Yeah. He's another one who used to be forward eligible. He 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 was? Yeah. They're really being stingy on the Fs. It's, uh, who knows. But after that, Outside of just... that, there's nothing else. I mean, yeah. who else are you going to play? Harrison Reed for, for one and a half points? There's nobody there. I'm not going to pay 3,200 and fill a midfield spot for Eric Peters, even if he plays it left back. Like, or or Brownhill, one of right. the two. Right. No thanks. Right. The midfield spots are just too valuable. Exactly. Right. I'd rather fill it with the defender spot, if anything. Like, like if the if the midfield spots are too valuable, that I'm like I actually can't fit in Jack Harrison. I'm not playing Josh Brownhill. Right. <laughs> right. If you're going to pay 3,200 for a guy, let it be a defender. Right. That's zero. And just take play actually go twenty five hundred and get seven hundred dollars more. Oh. Who's this twenty five hundred dollar guy that you're playing? It, it, there is no guy. That's the that's my point. Oh you just you're just picking whoever. It's Darkowski. It's whoever. Whoever. Right. It's whoever down there. It's not a hundred percent whoever. Right. It's not totally whoever. But it's basically whoever. Okay. You could play C Cresswell on Leeds. Who's well, that guy? Cresswell stack? Right, I can play Cresswell stack. Cresswell's part of this, so don't don't uh, don't just throw that out. Okay, so okay, so what you're saying at defender is that you'd rather play Cresswell plus some scrub than play like a combination of like Chilwell plus like Lowton or something like like that type of combination. No, I think you can pay up for both defender spots and just punt your utility. Oh, so or technically you're you're paying up at one defender spot, paying down at another defender spot, and then filling your utility 
sure. with with the defender. Sure, you could, you could view it that way. You could do it that way. Yes. <laughs> um, I think Cresswell should be a priority. Oh, really? Yeah. He's expensive, but like he's actually been scoring more than Bowen. Um, and and playing clean sheet equity. Obviously. Right. And Burnley give up enough fantasy points that um, that is worth it, I think. They give up the most crosses of any team on the slate. No, no. I, I mean, if I could get Cresswell, I'll get Cresswell. Yeah. But I mean, I'm just not viewing him as like he's the second guy in my lineup. Agre- that's fair. Right. I think both Chelsea fullbacks are fine. I usually like James over Chilwell, which should solidify the Chilwell monopoly since I'll have James and Mount or something like that. Leeds guys are always good. All right, they're fine. They're efficiently priced. I think, like, Alioski's actually a little cheap. 4900 I don't know. How the mighty fallen when it comes to, comes to Ryan Bertrand being 3700 That's probably, well, that's not the 2v2, but I was going to say, like, he, I think he's a consideration if you're, like, if you want two from that game, other than a goalkeeper, for a Madison hedge. Right, because then you could, you could always hedge. switch. You could go to Tielemans and then pay up for, like, Justin or yes, something like that. exactly. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, if I had to choose based on the optionality, I'd rather plug in Bertrand than plug in Lowton. Yes, for sure. Right, because, I mean, to me, I'm paying it's a bir- virtually the same. I mean, I think Bertrand actually has a higher ceiling than Lowton. Maybe. But at least I'm getting someone from the late game just in case Madison right. doesn't start. Exactly. Yeah, I'm, I still think waiting you... on, I'm still waiting on the zero-point player that you're, you're specifically choosing. Um. Because I think Cresswell is a priority. I think paying twenty seven hundred for Craig Dawson is okay. Why Craig Dawson? Because he's a beast in the box. Oh, so to correlate with Cresswell. Who and they're both about correlation and cash games. And clean sheet equity. Correlative Together, clean time. sheet equity. Right. Okay. I guess, I guess right. You take. You'd rather take someone in this range from a favored team. Sure. Yeah, but why can't you? I mean, you could take Ben Mee or James Tarkowski. The Burnley guys are beasts in the box. They're underdogs. Yeah, I know, but they're beasts in the box. Yeah, I think they're fine. I think think it's okay to throw out a position or a spot on somebody like that because it allows you to get everyone else you want. Can I just throw a goalkeeper then? (laughs) Can we just throw it? Can I just erase it? If... If goalkeeper pricing went down to twenty five hundred, I'd play the zero. That you'd play the backup that isn't even going to play, and just play the zero. Yes, I would. I would do that every slate. You, you, <laughs> you just literally don't wouldn't care. I just I have to build my lineup with the expectation that I have to make up a zero. Right. You, basically, you're building a lineup: one, two, three, four, five, six. You're building a seven-man lineup with forty-seven thousand five hundred. Yeah, right. To beat your Every, fifty thousand eight-man. Yep. Right. Every slate. Every slate. Well, you would never do that in GPPs. No. Right, but in but in double ups and stuff. Every every slate. 
every slate. And you never have to sweat goalkeeper. Never. No, 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 no. You would have to sweat goalkeeper when the first goalkeeper, when the starting goalkeeper gets injured right. three minutes in, and then the backup gets injured at halftime. Right. And you're like, no! <laughs> you don't even care about positive. I could possibly get negative points. Yes. Right. There, There is, I cannot remember the last slate I played where I thought to myself, what's the upside before I thought, what's the downside? Right. You look at goalkeeper, you never think of the upside. Just think of how do I not get screwed? How many, right. How many points, how many goals will he give up? Right. Will, not if. Right. Will. Right. And not once have I thought, maybe I'll roster the goal scorer. Right. So now that I've built that Cresswell Craig Dawson stack, I think I think Nick Pope is the goalkeeper. <laughs> right. This is how stupid DFS soccer is. Mm-hmm. Right? You'd be like, okay, I'm gonna roster two West Ham defenders and the Burnley keeper. Yeah. Feels like FanDuel. <laughs> right. <laughs> I could but I could see Areola being popular. I could see just paying all the way down, thirty nine hundred. Sure. Because it's, it's likely that maybe you're not playing any any Chelsea. You could play Mount and who cares about the goalkeeper? Mm-hmm. Mount could have 16 points without a goal or an assist. Yeah. I mean, I think they're all in play. McCarthy with Madison is fine. I mean, I mean, mostly in your optimal build, you're playing like floor players. So like any of them are fine. Yeah. I just don't think, I think the games are close enough on this slate that you don't have to pay up at goalkeeper. Yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be one of those slates where that it's just stupidly one guy scores 26 because they that's just what happens when the games are That's just what happens, right? You, you can't tell which one it's going to be. No. But it's probably going to save me and screw you. <laughs> <laughs> the positive about playing Ariola over Pope is that you can go from Craig Dawson to Adam Webster. <laughs> <laughs> that's the positive. Yeah. You could pay up. You could pay up just slightly more for a garbage defender. A separate garbage defender, but we know they'll both be in because they're in the early game. Oh, what you really right. want to do, Jordan, <laughs> is is fill your utility with a twenty seven hundred dollars center back from the first game of the slate. Right, cause, right. Because if you're going to be playing all three of them, you're just going to be locking them all up. Well, that's why I think you play Ryan Bertrand in that spot. Who has money for Bertrand? My gun. Oh, in this economy? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think. I mean, obviously, most people are not going to do something stupid like playing Craig Dawson in cash, but <laughs> you may be. But I may, I might. But it's it's who it's not Craig Dawson. It's just whoever. Yeah. Like you're just you're just locked on to Craig Dawson, but right. like. Like I said, anyone that's starting, you're you're doing the same strategy as what you say some, we have sometimes at forward. Yes. Where it's like, whoever the cheapest starting forward is that with the green checkbox, that's who you're playing. Yep. Like, because the, the, the difference between them and a guy that's 2,000 more is virtually nothing. Mm-hmm. So you're doing the same thing here, going, you know, what's the difference between Bertrand and Ben White? Probably right. not all that much. Right. And Bardsley, if he starts or something, you know, like those guys, Robinson against Chelsea, 
Veltman. You know, those, I yeah, mean, it's like, what are, you, what are you getting? Right, what are you getting with those? And in order to do that, I have to play, um, I wasn't even in the range, but I have to play Albrighton instead of Madison. Right. And it's probably not that drastic, but that's the idea. So basically, our one v ones is going to come down to Craig Dawson versus Adam Webster. Yeah, because that's because that's what we want. That's what we want to put several thousand dollars on the line for, right? A nice one v one between your goalkeeper and, and Craig Dawson, right? You're you're playing you're right. You're playing uh, Pope and Dawson. Like Nick Pope. You're playing Pope and Dawson, and I'm playing Ariola and Webster. Thousand dollar head to head. That's what it is. Every other spot is equal. Every mm-hmm. other, we're all 6v6, the same lineup. Welcome to soccer, DFS. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. we could say this about all of DFS. Yeah, that's Playing true. NBA, a lot of times it's the same thing also. Or NFL. Yep. You're running back in my defense, and hopefully it works out. Yeah. Oh, why did you go with that one? Oh, I flipped a coin because I think those two are exactly the same. Right. That 2v2 means the difference of nothing. So so my entire fortune is based on this coin. (laughs) And I'm willing to pay 15% to a platform in order to let it do it for me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. Isn't that great? And I have to stay up all day and work 9 to 5 on this slate in the process. Game of skill, Jordan. Game of skill, totally. Yeah. Anybody has any follow for Jordan, you can find him on Twitter at Blenderhead. That's BlenderHD. You can find me at Rotowire Andrew. Also available in the Rotowire subscriber Discord, which you can get to at rotowire.com slash chat. If you are not a subscriber and would like to try us out, just go to uh, rotowire.com slash pod, P-O-D, for 10 free days to the site, which includes access to that Discord chat. So, Jordan, thank you for that, and good luck on all day Saturday. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.